Any century you want. <laughs> All right. Peace to the family. Peace to the family. As promised. Right? As promised. Special Ed is in the building. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up to the legend. One, two, one, two, one, two, one, two. Check me out. Check it, check it out. Check, check me out. Peace, peace, peace. Okay, big bro, we're happy to have you in here. And I, I got to make the most of my time, so I got to get in as much questions. And and and, and we got to fill in all of the blanks. And um, so we got to start. We got to take it all the way back. Um, you are uh, one of the uh, early... Uh, pioneers in terms of um getting a big contract etc at a young age so uh that's even a conversation um but just going all the way back when did you first fall in love with music um i first fell in love with music just early just listening to music as a child just just the melody and you know how they say music calms a savage beast well music affects us all as vibration you know what i'm saying and when it's harmonious or whether it's whether or not it's harmonious it affects us you know what i'm saying so that goes to show you where where there's good vibrations you feel good when it's negative energy it will turn you negative okay that's a certified fact um What's the earliest music that you remember? Like before you got into um, creating music or anything like that, like just the earliest music you remember around your house. In fact, let me ask this. What's, I'm, I'm a Haitian. What's your nationality? Uh, my family is from Jamaica. Okay. okay. So as um, many of us, uh, well, I'm a first generation uh, American citizen. So all of my family are born in Jamaica. All of my brothers, I have four older brothers and they were born in Jamaica. Um, even the one that's one year older than me, one year older than me, he was born in Jamaica. But I was born in Brooklyn, New York. And um, that's where my family is from. So growing up, the earliest music that I can remember is um, music on the radio in, in America for one and for two, Jamaican music from my family from growing up. My mother also enjoyed country music. I guess that was her peace of mind. Okay. Um, so, okay, so let's fast forward from there. So you growing up in Brooklyn though, right? Yeah. Where, yep. how, does, how does listening to um, uh, reggae or, or island music and country music turn into you hitting the studio? Well, everything existed. So I was born in 72, right? So in my first handful of years of life, uh, the music that was coming out was, like I said, on the radio. I remember sitting on the dock of the bay. That was one of my favorite songs, the original. So I'm just saying in terms of music, what was out during that time, that decade, is what I grew up listening to. So uh, my, I have four older brothers, like I said. So they also were into all kinds of music, disco, hip hop, what was considered hip hop. And when hip hop started to come out on wax, um, we had the wax, you know, they, they were collectors of music. My father worked at, at the radio station in Jamaica and he had a lot of records and my brothers followed suit and were into collecting records to play. You understand? They were into music. So I had my hands on wax from Sugar Hill Gang, from Jimmy Spicer, you know, from those days I had that wax as a child because I had a Fisher Price phonograph that I got for Christmas that I shared with one of my other one of my brothers. So it was a gift for both of us. You feel me? And it was a Fisher Price phonograph. And we took all the wax and we played everything we could because we had a record player. 
Okay. Yeah. So I ended up playing everything and say a record just dropped fresh rap record. I probably knew every rap record that dropped the week it dropped all the lyrics because we played we played shit over and over and over a thousand times. We were children. And that was the newest, dopest, like, yo, this is out the universe. This was something else. So we liked it. But in reggae music now and dancehall music, you also have Yellow Man, you have Fathead, you know what I'm saying? You have the artists that were close to rap with the style of chatting and, and rapping. And in, in, in my day, that's the closest thing I could, you know, analyze to rap. Dance hall. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but yeah. How, do you, how do you record? Because you, you drop your first album when you were 16 years old? Yeah. Yep. So you, how do you like? When do you start recording your demo? Um, I mean, did did you get signed from a demo? Like, how did that process? You know, how do you get to the studio and? Okay, well, the process for me, I don't know how it went for everybody else. A lot of people were discovered and stuff like that, and you know how they say Columbus discovered America. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, well, yeah, that's that's their story. My story <laughs> is I went looking for a new land. You heard? So Howie T grew up in Flatbush, Brooklyn, and he lived across the street from my family. And um, my cousins, the Pikes, shout outs to the Pikes, you know what I'm saying? So um, I grew up seeing Howie T and his brother Rob, rest in peace, and the CD3 make mixtapes in the driveway and in the backyard in the garage. And um, I was just astounded as a child seeing this. You know, this is, I'm talking about when I had to hold somebody's hand to cross the street. You feel me? Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, I'm watching this growing up. So I get to a certain point, and shout out Howie T, man, his whole family, man, the Thompson family, his sisters, moms, pops, and everybody just, you know, that's that they did very dear to me. That's a part of my life. But anyway, uh, the story is that uh, at this point in time, I knew that Howie T was a producer. And on and when I found out Howie T was a producer was one year, CD3 put out a, a, a mixtape and Howie recreated the Bubble Bunch track. And it was very simple, but to me, it meant everything because it told me that somebody that I knew knew how to make music that was on the radio. You feel me? So I said, all right, that's the deal. I heard that mixtape. I was like, oh, he makes beats. So then I learned that he started to produce for UTFO, um, you know, the real Roxanne, Lil Sean, Chub Rock, Puma, Whistle. He was working with Full Force. And this was the same guy that was right there. And this time I'm rapping. And I'm saying I'm a kid that likes to rap and I like to be on, I like to battle. I like to get at people. I like to make it known that I'm better than you. You heard? So that's what I did. So when I felt like I was ready to make wait, 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 wait. Let me stop you. We're yeah. one second right there. I yeah. just want to highlight right here a key difference between the older generations and the younger generations. So you heard where his inspiration was. I'm better than you. You ain't shit. Matter of fact, even if you are something special, that's cool because I'm something even unfathomable beyond that. That was the origin of rap. Copy that. But nowadays, that's considered hating. Like, so I'm just saying, like, it's it's it's, it's crazy how night and day. You know what I'm saying? Shit but you see, powerful. that's how that's how that's how uh, Satan do trick you into, you know, reverse shit on you. The devil reflips shit on you. You feel me? Yeah. So no. yeah, that's how it goes. So anyway, yeah. When by the time I turned 15. I was a force to be reckoned with. I was when I got in high school, I tore it down. I, I looked for the the best person in the school, battled them, kept it moving. 
I was like going everywhere. I was going to other schools. I was walking down the street. I was going neighborhood to neighborhood on foot, um, whatever. So that's what I did. So when I turned 15, I was like, yeah, I got to go see Howie. Cause he was, he was doing things, you know what I'm saying? And he was like a, a idol because he was the celebrity of the neighborhood. Like, and I could actually see him driving down Church Ave or walking down Church Ave. And I shouted my, yo, how, you know, how he knew we was, the family, we was family from, you know, family. So it, it was like that until I got to the point where I was like, yeah, I want to rap. So I went to my cousin and I told her, yo, take me over to Howie Crib. I'm, I, I want to do this. I got to do this, right? So I got over there and I thought they thought it was kind of a joke. Cause you know, I was a, you know, I was probably about buck 30, right? Like soaking wet. You know what I'm saying? I'm a little 15 years old, 15 years old. So I go up in there serious. Cause I was a serious young, young guy. Let's just say that, right? Serious young guy. So I go up in there and they looking at me and I'm like, yeah, what's up? So loop something up, you know, let me rap. So what you want to loop? I told him to loop, loop and peace the president. Oh, you know what that is? Yes, sir. So he looped that up. And then I went ham. I just kept spitting and spitting and spitting. And spitting. I, 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 I did it like I was I was battling somebody. I was like, man, look, I'm going to get this. I, I, I'm, You know what I'm saying? I was going for the gusto. So I did it. And they was like, yo. Howie was like, yeah, he going to fuck with me. So I was like, all right, just say when and where. So Howie was the person with the studio and the production. And I live about, yeah, about a mile, a mile and a half, two miles down the street. Church Ave, a couple blocks up, bop, bop. So anyway, I used to walk back and forth to go to sessions to, and to hope to record. Because sometimes you, you, you book something with Howie and Howie. Yeah, and he, wait, wait, he, ain't, he ain't even home. Wait a minute. That's another thing that these because anybody with a with a cell phone or laptop down there got a studio nowadays. Yeah. The whole yeah. special, divine, rare, sacred space of the studio night. Like, people don't understand that. Like you hunted the studio down. Like I remember just stalked him. I stalked him on foot in the snow. You see, like how it's snowing right now. Everybody want to close everything. I'm walking. I'm going outside and I'm walking two miles. And then sitting, sitting in front of the door, hoping to get in for a recording. Like you just out there, just listening to other niggas record for four, five, six hours. Nah, nah, I ain't gonna do that. Let me tell you what I'm gonna do. If I'm if I go and he there, I'm in there. But if he's not there, I'm walking back home. And mm. then when I hit him or I get him, because I ain't had no cell phone yet. You feel me? We kids. This is before I, I had the money. And first of all, the cell phones is wild bread. When I first got that brick-ass cell phone, I, I used to pay a ridiculous bill for no reason. Yeah. And, and no conversation. Ain't nobody had nothing to say. No, because anyway, dollars a minute or something crazy. Yeah, man. It was crazy. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I used to walk. And if he wasn't there, I would graciously walk home and then graciously walk back when he's available. You feel me? And smile. I ain't feeling no way. This man about to save humble. my life. Yeah. You humble. feel me? Yeah. So boom. That's what that's what people don't get. It's a lot of on-demand kids right now. Yeah. And I need to tell y'all, y'all really entitled and y'all need to put more of your heart and soul and, and grunt work into this shit. Like, get up, man. Stop all this laying around, popping shit just like in a daze. Like, get up, rock, roll. And be about your business. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's it. Like, stop being lazy with this shit. Like, I know it's all at your fingertips right now, but everything ain't Uber. Man. It's a process. It's a process. So get into the process. Get into back into actually working with people, like, physically, like, being there, being involved. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I didn't take it for granted was the point. So I did what I had to do and I recorded the album as a kid, man. Yo, I seen the vision. I'm like, yo, this is what I need to do. This is what I'm doing. Unbeknown, my parents didn't even know what I was doing. Let me let me tell you. So boom, after we did a few, uh, we did like three, four songs. And then how he introduced me to True Blue. 
And True Blue was basically like, you know, some homies that was already doing some management. I think they was managing like Chubb and, you know what I mean? So I was like, all right, see if y'all could get a deal. They came back with a deal from Profile Records in like weeks. I was like, damn, that was less than a month. They was like, yeah, they was on it. I'm like, yo, then they, when they said Profile, the first thing I thought was Run DMC. Boom, I'm on. You heard? Wait that's, all you, that's all you had to tell me. I'm 15. What you going to tell me? I signed it with the label with Run DMC, man. You ain't even got to tell me no more. Okay. So that's what I wanted. I wanted that to be where Run DMC was at. Of course. Because they, they, they made me realize that it was attainable. And they live right there in Queens. I was in Queens all the time. So it was becoming more familiar, more reachable. That's insane. Okay, so, all right. So now you signed to the same label with Run, DMC. What's biggest group at the time, period. Right. What's the first song that drops? I got it, mate. Can we play that? Huh? Can we play it? Hell yeah, what you mean if you could play it? Matter of fact, why everybody, you know, I feel bad. I feel like a tyrant or some shit. Like, you no, no, no. You know why? Because it's, I know it's legalities, but I go to do some TV. They asking me if they could use it. I go, Sony calling me. They, they talking about using stuff. I'm like, everybody is like, I'm, a, I'm free with my music. Well, not free. You understand? But I like for people to enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. So, so everybody can enjoy it. Just, just we all gonna just figure it out. That's all. If it's a platform, that's what we do. That's what we do. If it's a platform where y'all gotta pay, then they gotta pay. But as far as interviews and shit like that, hell yeah, rejoice. They can play my shit. <laughs> ooh, 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 ooh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm your idol, the highest idol, numero uno. I'm not a Puerto Rican, but I'm cheap as over you know. But other than I can give you a speech, and it's a blessing. Listen to the lesson I preach. I'm all set and dense to do the formula of home. Pull the knowledge from my toes, to the top of my dome. I'm kind of young. But my tongue speaks maturity. I'm not a child, I don't do nothing for security. I get paid when my record is played, to put it short. I got it made, got it made, got it made. I'm outspoken, my language is broken into a slang, but it's just the dialect that I select when I hang. I play cool. Yo, I told you exactly where I was at. I know what sneakers I had. When this was out, I was trying to rubber band the bottom of my jeans. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm your idol, the highest idol, you are a hero. I'm not a Puerto Rican, but I'm speaking so that you know. And understand, I got the gift of speech, and it's a blessing. So listen to the lesson I preach. I talk sense, condensed into the form of a poem. Full of knowledge from my code to the top of my dome. I'm kind of young, but my tongue's speak maturity. I'm not a child, I don't do nothing for security. I get paid when my record is played, to put it short. I got it made, got it made, got it made. I'm outspoken, my language is broken into a slang, but it's just the dialect that I select when I hang. I play it cool. Schooling is all that I'm about, just fooling with the girlies that's the busting it out. I'm special ed, and you can tell by the style that I use. I'm creative and superior, yo. I never lose, I never lost, cause I'm the boss that never will, cause I'm still the champion. G1 won't lose until I choose, which I won't, cause I don't retreat. I run you over like a truck and leave a dead in the street. But fight me a tight to a battle. Why? I don't need your respect, cause I got it, may I it, may I it, may I it. 
I'm talented, yes, I'm gifted. Never boosted, never shoplifted. I got the cash, the money ain't nothing. Make a million dollars every record that I cut, and my name is Fessalet, and I'm a superstar. Every other month, I get a brand new car. Got money, that's plenty, and I still want more. Kind of bother how the scooters got 74. I got the riches. To fulfill my needs, got land in the sand of the West Indies. Even got a little island on my very own. I got a fraud, a dog with the solid gold bones. And account to account the amount I spent. Got a treaty with Tahiti, cause I own a percent. Got gear out where for every day. Boutique from France to the USA. And I make all the money from the rhymes I invent. So it really doesn't matter how much I spent. Because yo, I make fresh rhymes daily. You burn me. Really? They just blink and I've made a million rhymes. Just imagine if you blink a million times. Damn, I'd be paid. I got it made. I got it made. I got it made. I'm kind of spoiled, cause everything I want I got paid, I want it gear. Got everything from cotton to suede, I want it lay. I didn't beg, I just got laid, my hair was growing too long. So I got in the fader when my dishes got dirty. I got cascaded when the weather was hot. I got a spot in the shade, I'm wise because I rise to the top of my grade. Wanted peace on earth, so to God I prayed. Some kids across town thought I was afraid they couldn't harm me. I got the army brigade, I'm not a traitor. And what you got is greater, I'll trade, but maybe later. Cause my waiter made the tainted allocator some flavor. I got it made, I got it made, I got it made, I got it made. I got it made. I got it made. Okay, so that happens. That right there is a whole yeah you know that's a complete thought so what happened with that too was like that's kind of like when i went in on that last verse i'd really try to kind of encompass like real 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 success like like what would you want if you could have whatever you want you feel me and in in my eyes and in my understanding it wasn't really very specific as to specific material items or brands it was more so the concept of what type of things you would have or what type of luxuries and um that's another thing about a lot of um free advertising going on out there with y'all fools you know what i'm saying y'all free advertising everything man. what's wrong with y'all man get some checks man shit y'all about the most bunch of free advertising motherfuckers i've ever seen and and I ain't gonna lie, you know what I'm saying? The only the only time I'm guilty of it is because of loyalty, you heard? So other than that, you know, and I'm you know, other than that, I don't really do the whole free advertising. I'm free enterprising. Boy, y'all gotta relax in the chat. The magnificent is coming up, man. Y'all gotta relax. Man. Oh, y'all be playing music mostly? Or no, 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 they just this is just your people. They 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 want to hear the magnificent. <laughs> oh my people! Well, we uh, y'all hearing the magnificent, man. You know what I'm saying? We we spilling some jewels on y'all for y'all to understand what what it is. Yeah, you got you got people from Brooklyn in the building. Yeah. So you know they they going in when we talk about Flatbush and. Oh yeah! Shout out to the whole Flatbush Church Avenue. Nostrand Avenue, Flatbush, Bedford, Rogers, the 90s, Ocean Ave, Utica Ave, Dollar Cab, Lab, A-Rabs, Low Life, you know. Yeah, it's all gravy. Yeah, so what's what's cracking? What they want to know? Anybody got a question? Hold on. Let me just let me just get this out the way. Let's let this thing happen. This thing has to happen. See, this 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 is what it is when you have a whole it was a you had a whole window where special ed shit was the hottest shit on the street like yeah well yeah. you know what i loved i love the energy and i love the love that i get from people man and yeah it was a movement man for me, for me just seeing it, it being there living it it was a movement yeah this, this takes people immediately back to like i remember which which what I had on, 
what grade I was in school. Like it, it just, it's a time piece. Yeah, man, yo, we gotta bust this video out. Thanks for the makeup. I'm gonna hit you directly. You are the magnificent. Let's do it. I'm the magnificent with the sensational style And I could go on and on for like a while a minute Cause I get in it like a car from driving The mechanism smash, I can still survive I'm the man of steel on the wheel that you're steering Or rather playing in the record that you're hearing You might not understand what I'm saying at first So I shut up, put it in reverse I'm just conversing with your person, this is just a conversation. My special ed with a special presentation. Hey, I like to play, so for me it's recreation. It's not just a job, it's an adventure. Your first time, I'm not just a question, but you gotta buy it. Don't even try it, I survive for free, no matter how dry it gets. I collect my money in cents, once before the show, and again when I jet. So I get mine and I'ma get more, cause I'm financially secure and I'm sure. So I don't need your tips or advice, cause I'm too nice for that. The rat, I can't stand mice. I'm like a cat out of frisky, battling is risky. Just like risky, isn't this enough? Oh, you think you're tough, rookie? I think you're better for your book, cause you can bet your life that I'm a player like Hookie. This is Wadi. When I was through, I heard you say Wadi. Kiss me like that. I should have repented. Somebody could have said the special ed is a magnificent. I'm the Super dope, out of sight, special ed with my trusty power. After love, they're up, we shout. Continue to win you, yes, this is not a game. When I'm a player, you say you claim to be better. I hate rumors, and I get tumors, and I jammies, get grammies, and then I'm not an actor. This is the factor that we're famous, so don't blame us for nothing. Action love is something I'm on the rock. Skin your teeth, and it's your beef that I grind like a butcher. Put you on the table, I let my DJ cut you, but you're such a little sucker. I might not even touch you. I bet you what you want is just attention. Your mother and your father should have used some prevention. Look at all the time and the money they spent. And now you want to die against I, the magnificent. Got attention deficit. I done started doing some other shit. What y'all said? <laughs> Who are these dancers? Man, that's the come on, son. What kind of question is that? What century you was born in, man? That's I the jiggy. That's the jiggy dancers, man. That's the jiggy, man. You know how they say get jiggy with it? Yeah, that's, that's the jiggy dancers, man. That's where that's where the jiggy come in effect at. You feel me? This is where the beginning of the, the whole jiggy thing come in. Uh, anyway. Salute to the Ziggies. That's Prince Low, Kazo, Rome, 
And then shout out to Lil Sean, of course, who was already, and I'm going to just say this, man. Uh, he was already a celebrity to me when I met him, but I didn't know he was a celebrity when I met him. You feel me? Because I didn't know who he was. I, I met him in a different kind of way. So when I saw him come into Howie's crib and we started talking and whoop, 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 I thought it was a great idea to work with him, man. You know what I'm saying? He already had experience and he already had put out music. He was he, he was already, a you know, so that's what little Sean did. A lot of people see him and, you know what I'm saying, look, look at it as if, like, what he's doing. What he's doing was very intelligent you know what i'm saying he helped me to get to where i was and put that show together he brought those dancers to the table i mean surely i could have i had tryouts i had other dancers this and that and the third but you know what i'm saying the plan slow was his family and when i had tryouts he brought them through and they was phenomenal i ain't never seen kids getting that busy other than in the clubs and i guess that's it they came he brought them right in front of me and um, he brought the Jiggy dancers and Jiggy went on to do their thing and have careers, you know, have their success in the whole dance world. You know what I'm saying? Pioneered a lot of dancing. But that's the whole team right there. And Action Love, of course, who DJ with, you know, he's still DJ with me. That's my brother. But uh, everybody there was family, you feel me? No chance. So it was like a whole cipher. Uh oh, hold on. I think they saying the video got cut. Let me check and make sure we still live on YouTube. Yep, they said that. Uh, <laughs> they said uh, magnificent might have got us cut. Oh shit! You should have told Sony. I'm gonna tell him niggas. Magnificent might have got us cut. Oh, you better tell him I'm on the phone, sir. You better tell, you better tell Sony and on the phone right now. They could get on hop on too. What's up? They you gotta, you gotta email YouTube and go back to niggas and it's three days and it's 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 ridiculous with them. Yeah. But no, 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 they shut down. I guess the people they couldn't tell the difference between um the actual video that we're doing versus the video that we were sharing because YouTube shut down the, the magnificent and wouldn't let us play. You know, it said live stream ended. Live stream is yeah, that's what I tell you because part of that is out. They ain't got full permission from me to do much of anything you know what i'm saying i wasn't born i wasn't in my contract ain't from the technology age so they ain't really got a lot of digital permissions involved you feel me okay so um somebody was asking me that in the chat asking you about your, your masters what would be the difference between the ownership of your music from your era to now well, then they made a scenario where they own the masters, and now they do a scenario where the artists keep their masters. Okay, um, elaborate on it. Well, it's for a certain time period. So once you make that music, they own the masters to the music so they can go ahead and license it, put it out, this, that, and the third. It wasn't all like, uh, a fault just taking it it was shared but they would do the administrative stuff they would go get the work monetize it license it put it in movies on tv etc make it into money <laughs> you feel me that's their job so now with artists keeping their masters they have to then get publishing deals and have publishing companies do the same job go out there and work license it get it in movies, get it synchronized, all that good stuff, monetized. Okay, so, all right, so, all right, so we got that. We we got a little more, so, Howie T is in the hood, you link with Howie, y'all do y'all thing, you get signed, same label as Run DMC, bam, you drop out how they made, 
and I got it made allows you to actually you now you have it made. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, how does that take us from I got it made all the way up into the point where we see you in juice? Um, shit, that was a whole bunch of running around doing shows, politicking. Nah, 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 nah. You gotta get me. I don't know what you mean, like touring. That's too gloss. Yeah, you gloss videos. Too much happening. Okay, let's slow it down. Okay, how about this? Making a lot of money. (laughs) How about that? All right, let me see if the let me see if the family is that what you was looking for, family? Because we got a couple of people that want to know about how you got into juice. Oh, how I got into juice. I read for the part and I didn't get it. I read for the part of I believe it was Raheem. And when I got on the set going to hang out with Tupac, uh they, I saw the guy that, that got the part and he looked, you know, he had uh similarities, curly hair, blah, 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 complexion, this, that, and the third. So I was like, oh shit. Y'all actually, instead of using the real special leg, gonna use a nigga that looked like special leg. So I told Pac, he was like, say word type shit, like word. I was like, word. So he he, he bounced and came back and was like, y'all, I got you a little part. It ain't it ain't a big part, but I got you something. I was like, oh shit, so he didn't even tell me he was gonna do all that. You feel me? I was just like, good looks, my G. You know, but I was already salty because I ain't even want no parts of it. But since he went and did that, I was like, all right, fuck it, I I do it. And then uh, when I went up there, they had like a, um, them them hard top Wranglers and shit. And they had like a f- dice in the mirror, like fuzzy fuzzy steering wheel and all that. I was like, nah, nah. I mean, y'all gonna use? Uh, we could use my car. And when they saw my car, they was like, yeah. So I was like, all right, we'll just have them clean it up, and we rock and roll. So that's what was going on. They was cleaning up my shit, and they was turned it into the scene. I think that's probably the realest juice story. Yo, I think that's probably the realest juice story ever right there. So Tupac got got you the role in juice. Well, it was a oh yeah, it was an on-the-spot cameo because I told him the story of how I read for the role of Raheem and didn't get it. And he was as upset as I was. He was like, shit. So he went and hollered at the boys' brothers or whoever they was. Uh, and then um, he came back and was like, well, I got you a little cameo. It ain't my, you know, I guess he tried to push for like, how you ain't put my boy in the movie, right? You know what I'm saying? You got everybody else in the movie. You feel me? So it was one of them vibes. So it was cool, though. I just did it just to do it because he went through that. If he ain't go through that, I wouldn't have been in it. I wouldn't have did it. But you know what's crazy, though, is that The role seems tailor made for you. Yeah, yeah, that's ill. Yeah, that's crazy. It kind of synced with the image and the branding surrounding I got it made. Like it was that, it was that energy, but personified like in into the block. You know what I'm saying? Like on the block, how would that look? Or this look. And that was, I think that was an impulse shot did. I don't even know if they had that shot set up or someone else was supposed to do it or what, but I ended up doing it and I guess it worked. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because that shit wound up being uh, iconic. That that guy is a real guy in the neighborhood. Mm -hmm. And and for a lot of us, we, we deal with that guy from both perspectives. Like we the young guy with the older guy pulling up, dealing with our shorties, and then we become at some point the older guy pulling up with the shorties. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. So that's an important role that was in that. You know what I'm saying? So it wound up being a big role. That's that's crazy that it came about that way. Right. That's ill. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. It scarred. It scarred my good. It scarred my good image. Nah, <laughs> 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 it's got my good image, son. Come on, son. Niggas is looking at me crazy, like, well, yo, you, uh, what you doing over here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what, though? I ain't gonna lie. It it really put because it really stamped that era of light skin versus dark skin. 
Because nah, nah, nah. Because both characters were what were, he was lighter than me. Shit. True, but you still are the light skinned guy with the curly hair taking homeboy's girlfriend. Right, but but homeboy that I, is light lighter skin with curly yeah, hair yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's it's a it's it's almost, but yeah. But yeah, yeah that was that, I'll, 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 listen. I'll be doing that shit on lockdown. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? So um, yeah. So all right. So you did juice. You actually did a couple of different uh, movies. Nah, just some little hair and there stuff, man. I ain't, I was never no actor, actor, man. I'm a, I'm a, a, a street. I'm an artist. I'm a street still artist. Part of your resume. I'm about to say, yeah, it's still part of your resume. Um, well, yeah, it's on the resume. Yeah. So, so fast <laughs> forward. How do we get to where we are now with the new project? Uh, well, which new project? Because I, what I'm doing is I'm working with a number of artists on a number of projects, and that's how I move forward i really am not focused on having a career per se as if i'm an artist trying to have a career i've already did that what i do now is kind of just do what i want and i help to mentor and counsel and consult other artists so that they don't make the mistakes i made they they can navigate the industry much better and easier and they can understand monetization and where money comes from because a lot of artists throw they shit up on youtube and have no idea what's going on the next day and then they get 34 uh likes and then you know they either do another song or they give up i don't know but you got to strategize your your plan when you intend on releasing music and a lot of them are more technical too a lot of them are into the whole algorithms and this and that and the third and that that helps but uh the first and foremost thing you have to do is have great music so let's start there let's get some great music out some great music some good energy with some positive messages what's happening is y'all going way too left you're going all the way into the dark ages. We me, wanna we need some light. So so right there, where we at on the light, the positive message. Um as a parent, if you have children, or as an entrepreneur, um, or you could give me an answer as both, as a parent and as an entrepreneur. And the reason why you give it an option is because they're both the same. Having a business is similar to having a baby. Um, what's the one thing that you wish you knew before becoming a parent or an entrepreneur um, that you wish you knew before that you learned after the process? Okay. My most probably important lesson would have been um, as the as a parent. So what I learned that is of the most value and that all children need to understand right now. And when I say children, you are a children until you have children. So if you do not have children, what I have discovered is that you lack the empathy for others that a parent that has brought life into this realm experiences. So I no longer hold you accountable. However, you have to understand that you need to love others, be selfless and not selfish. Stop doing selfish things and above and besides that allow for people to repair their mistakes you cannot take the life of another young person before they gain wisdom before they gain the knowledge to understand what they have even done you are killing each other at an alarming rate and i know a lot of it is by design, but you have to understand we unraveling the design and you have to listen. So just pay attention, be mindful and know that the message that you send out there affects the children younger than you as well as your peers.
They listen to it. They follow it. When Run DMC came out, everyone bought Adidas. Okay? They recognize this. They know that it is, it, it is science. So now they implement all sort of dark energy into this music and got y'all manipulated. Find your way out. Find your way out the bullshit and get back to who you are. And like I said, man, stop taking the lives of young people. Allow them the opportunity to grow and to learn and to atone. That's about it. Okay. Um, and on that note, wait a minute. What is this right here? What What is this right here? One two two one two two. You're listening to the sound, sound straight from the rap song. song, song. Let's see who first on the microphone. Let's see who next on the microphone. So, so what? What is um? Talk to us about the rap zone. Rap zone. Uh, and shout out to my man Chris Lowe. The rap zone is Steezo's project. Uh, and rest in peace to Steezo. He just passed in 2020, and um, he was doing this project. So myself, as well as a host of uh, OGs and uh, vets jumped up to support him, his his life and his legacy. And the rap zone was my dedication. Um, that song features myself and um, Tash from the Alcoholics. And um, that's Steezo's joint right there. That's a feature. So um, shout outs to Steezo, his whole family. My, you know, my condolences once again. And, you know, he going to live forever through this music. You know, we keeping them alive. Rat zone. Okay. Okay. So I right, tell us about because every music piece got a story. Mm -hmm. <laughs> 
where you um, see the value of philanthropy giving back. Like right now I'm working on a um, children's curriculum. Um, I got a uh, shout out to uh, one of the big bros, Chris Broussard, um, sports analyst. He has a, um, a program that he does every year. Uh, and it's just uh, in alignment with what you what you're talking about right now in terms yes. of the music. It's called uh, the King Movement. Kingmovement.com. Um, Chris Broussard. It's, it's it's more of a. Uh, I think this year is kind of like like family kind of vibe. But normally it's a male thing. It's for men. Just positive. Right. Um, you know what I'm saying? Just for the, um, but this year it's like it's virtual. So, you know, because right. of the quarantine and all the crazy. Well, man, I'd love to be a part, man, and, and participate. You know, I'm into just reality. You know what I'm saying? That that I'm into. I, I, I've been into the philanthropic space for probably about 20 years. So for 20 years, I don't talk about it. I do what I do. You know, I've been, I've aligned myself with many organizations. I've served many causes in many different cities. Um, I've, you know, I did my thing in terms of giving back and I continue and I don't really have to discuss all that I do there. That's what I do for, for me, for my spirit, not for, not for nobody else. I mean, for the people I'm affecting, obviously, but I don't do it for the gram. I don't do it for social media. I don't even talk about it like 90% of the time. You feel me? But well, we can hear space I'm in. But we can hear it in the music. That's the important thing that we hear the growth. I think yeah, that's important too, as um, you know, because first generation hip hop, nobody didn't know what, what it was gonna become. So now as there is a second. 
third generation of hip hop. Yep. So it's how does you know how are we carrying it still? How do we navigate? What's the what's the narrative right now? Yeah, and we have to actually control the narrative, and that's what's going on. The B boy, the B boy, officially turned what like fifty? Man, probably so. I don't even keep track. I yeah. just know that I'm close to that shit. That's my. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. The B boy. Right. You know yeah, so here we are. Here so, we are. So the b-boy has to now be 50 you know what i'm saying like whatever that is when we got to right. define that for ourselves so um yeah. and what we have to what we have to also do as a people is stop being scared man stop being pussies man stop fucking being scared of everybody and and like just going along with shit because everybody else is because when they walk off the cliff you're gonna walk off too come on man start waking up realizing what's going on around you say something about it do something about it and speak even if you're gonna make music that's questionable when you speak have content in your words like off this off the song if i in if you're at an interview if you on air if you in the street if you're talking to a human being you're not gonna do it for the movie or the tv you're gonna be a human being that's what I want to see. I want to see more y'all speaking with intelligence and acting like you're about the betterment of humanity and your people as opposed to destruction and death. That's what I want to know. I want to know where you stand. I want to know if you're trying to kill or you're trying to live. That's what you need to be clear about. What you here for? What are you here for? And who you serving? That's what I want to know. Period. That's what the name of the game is right now. Each one, teach one. So, um, how can um, the people, I guess, support you in anything that you got going on? I guess before nope. we get nope. here, nope. They, um, how y'all can support me is by always making the right choices in life. Do what's right for everybody, not just yourself. Do not make selfish decisions. Make real life choices. That's what y'all could do for me. Wow. That's what I'm saying right there. See, we hear it in your in your in your words. We hear it in the so that's when you ask somebody, what can we do for you? And they say the best thing you could do for me is take care of yourself. See, that's what I'm talking about. That's how we're going to shut this down. That's definitely how we're going to end this special ad. It's been iconic. It's been an iconic evening. Um, glad Appreciate to share waves with you. Um, we'll definitely get shout out to Do the Knowledge Radio. Shout out to MJ. Um, Yo, shout out to Real to MJ. I'm gonna keep it all the way 2000. Yeah. MJ been, you know, doing a thing and actually I would have even forgot 10 times if she ain't just hit me like, uh, you could jump on any day now. I'm like, right. oh shit, MJ, my bad. <laughs> yeah, MJ. I'm different. I'm different. That's why I don't really do interviews and shit like that. Not just because, I mean, I'm just, you know, I'm, it is what it is, but I decided to say some things because somebody got to say something. So I'm saying what I got to say. That's all. Any, any last is is any one more piece you want to you want to tell us about black lives matter or or biden or epstein or trump or any or, or you want to tell us about elon musk and the clubhouse shit with the with the uh with the vlad and the the gamestop shit like is there anything we missing you want to tell us lebron or jordan like is there anything else we missing yeah if if if, if y'all if y'all want to know anything do your due diligence and just it's right there in front of you. What do you what do you not see? Are you not seeing the same things I'm seeing? Are you not understanding fact from fiction, from nonfiction, from fiction? I mean, figure shit out. Like, you know, see what's going on around you and understand and understand how it affects you and your children and your future. You know what I'm saying? Period. You can act like you don't care, and then next thing you know, when you can't do shit, and then you locked up or they shooting some shit up in you, you know, and you stuck. Talk that shit. Talk that shit. That's yeah. it. 
I'm I'm good though. I'm good. Hey, I, I just suggest all of y'all pay attention. You know what I'm saying? Understand things. And um, I'm see, I've been I I've been knowing shit forever. So I don't, you know, for me to start talking now, we just, they gonna really shut your shit down. And be like, boop, 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 boop. yeah, I'd be it'd be a struggle, it'd be a struggle. Nah, it's all good, but all I can say, man, just you know, do what's right. That's what that's why I said that. Do what's right. Do what the fuck is right. Yeah. Do what's right for your children and for everybody's children. You know what I'm saying? Stop being selfish. And that's it right there. We're gonna wrap it up. Thank you again. We're gonna bring you back to it. Salute. 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 Peace. Peace to the family. Yeah, shout out.